Does this noise read well? Uh, <laughs> is it good? <laughs> That's the intro music. Yeah. Don't tempt me. I do mean, it. Do it. I am purposely. It's a challenge. Hey students, welcome to episode 50, yes 50, of the Film Student Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Lazzaroni. My guest this week is Murphy Dillo from the Magenta Cohort, but she didn't come alone. Past guest and Magenta classmate Graham Anderson joined her. What do you call yourself? Oh, uh, me? I, I go for swoosh. Oops, sorry, swoosh, Anderson. We talk about what it was like for her to go through HRFS after film school, what it's like to work on a Hallmark movie set, something I know that my mom and sisters will love, and her hot take on the reboot of Murphy Brown. On with the show. Oh, I was out of film school and I was doing nothing else. Yeah. And I was like, what, maybe. What film school? <laughs> Western Carolina University Film School. Film you, and television production. Are you from out that way? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. You know, I Because like, I lived in Charlotte uh, through high no, school. Well, so I was like, like the middle of the state. Yeah. Not... not that yeah, area. Western Carolina. That's not in Western Carolina. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> just from the Carolina region. Yeah, but yeah. No, that's yeah. My sister went there, and so I was like, okay, I'll transfer there. Yeah, and then I went there, went to film school, and learned so many things. And by that, I mean some things, uh, <laughs> not a lot. Uh, and then I was doing nothing for how was, like four years. How so. was that program? Like, uh, it was vi- it was different than this one, yeah. <laughs> for sure. This one is much more a storytelling school. That mm-hmm. one was like, we're going to teach you everything, and yet nothing you actually really need to know, like important things about like making it in your life, which is what this school does, so that's yeah. good. So it was good and bad. Yeah. But uh, so you, uh, what got you from, is it just <laughs> you were done with that one, you're like, I need more school? Or I was like, what? I'm so <laughs> bored. No, um, <laughs> I was out of school, and I was trying to do things, and then I didn't do anything and i was like wow i'm really bummed out about this whole thing because that's of course no one gets a job right out of film school or anything so i was like what do i do i was like i feel like i should learn more things and then i was like i also really want to get into comedy and then it was like a school for that Mm -hmm. with films yeah i was like oh well what do you know i'll do that thing yeah why uh why comedy what's uh what was no idea (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's mostly just <laughs> comedy is is it is a is a tool. It's mm-hmm. like a defense mechanism, and it's also just like a coping skill. So it's like I was like I enjoy it, and I've never done anything with it, and I would like to. So I was like, okay. What what uh, kind of stuff were you producing when you were in school there? <laughs> like, did it you actually get to make your own? Like, was there no, like a final thesis film or anything no, like that? The other, that everyone else didn't. Like and not everyone got to like it was like they picked two students and then we everyone oh, wow. helped on like theirs and so I was a producer on a <laughs> a very funny film about depression and nice <laughs> <laughs> you got you got Graham and Maya's attention I know yeah. mm, depression his final film was about depression Sounds mine delicious. was about suicide yeah. <laughs> it was pretty close that's actually pretty much what that film was about but yeah. no so and I was. I didn't like producing because it meant I had to talk to everybody. And, yeah. uh, I was like, cool. I'm glad I <laughs> glad I got to get some experience in some different areas. <laughs> and so this is that I think it's some schools do like everyone does one, but mine didn't for some reason. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So. So I don't know. 
I forgot what the rest of your question was, but I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so what was how, how you got to here? So, uh, so you saw this program. How did you find out about it? I was I was living in Atlanta, and then I would spend like a lot of time like trying to figure out like what I could do. Like I was thinking about going to grad school or doing mm-hmm. something to like. And I was like, I would like to do comedy, but if I can't, I can just do production design or something like that. That'd be fine. Have and you, then, have you always wanted to do films, film and television, or or when I was like twelve, I'd made a change of heart. I had a change of heart. Yes, I originally wanted to be the next Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Okay. And, and then I was very much into political science. And then I I'd, can see you as an RPG. Yeah. <laughs> and then I turned twelve, and then for some reason, I got into the arts like an idiot, <laughs> and here I am meandering through life with a, with a fine arts was degree. Oh, God. <laughs> was there was there a spark for that or there was like when I was a kid, yeah, I think probably. But I was also severely ADHD, so that's oh, okay. that's the fault <laughs> there. But I don't know. I just joined drama things and like band and art things and I was like, I like this and it's fun. Mm-hmm. And I was stupidly was like, maybe a career could come from that? Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> I think that's what all of us at some point. <laughs> it's, like, it's like this is this is sort of dumb, but yeah. I want to yeah. do this. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, what kind of stuff? Uh, since you mentioned comedy, what what kind of stuff is like your influences for the stuff that you create? Because you 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 have a very at least from from your final film, you have a down to earth style, <laughs> I oh, think. And so I'm, I'm but I'm curious what your, what your influences? What are you pulling in to create that stuff? Uh, oh, I don't know. Most I do a lot of old things. Like my watch. Most of my early influences were actually, ironically, Harold Ramis stuff was like from my dad and like just everything from like not a lot of modern things have been particularly influential except for like Saturday Night Live through the whole thing, obviously, which everyone from the school will tell you. But um, like I watched that since I was a kid, even when I probably shouldn't have. (laughs) And like (laughs) I've watched like all kinds of very inappropriate stand up when I was a kid. And I just Mm -hmm. like everything like, I don't know, I've watched. I'd say like seventies and eighties, like Bill Murray and that sort of thing, and then mm-hmm. like anybody who was in Saturday Night Live that made a movie. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty much what I was watching. Yeah, and I was, I was like, you know what? Maybe, <laughs> maybe I could. And then I saw a lot of Robin Williams stuff too, and yeah. he, he was always influential on me. And I was like, okay, like you strike me as somebody with a, that would be a Mrs. Doubtfire fan. Are you? Okay. I do love Mrs. Doubtfire. It's not my favorite, but I do love it because yeah. he's just very goofy in that one so yeah. I enjoy it. What's your what's your but favorite? Yeah. My favorite is Patch Adams because it makes oh, me cry. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, yeah. so some emotional range which I I guess Yeah, that, that, maybe you should work on that. <laughs> Just hone it in for the comedy for God's sake. Come on. No. Well, and you had uh for your final film, uh, what was the title? I was but once a year. But once a year. Uh it's it, uh, one of my favorite scripts for for this for this <laughs> year. Uh and it's and it's about three sisters that are all coming home for the holidays and their mom is very particular. <laughs> I guess yes, is a good way of putting it. it. <laughs> and they all kind of screw up the holidays in their own wonderful mm-hmm. ways and she comes home and finds the place just in a, a wreck. Uh, and uh, and flips out. Yeah, <laughs> is that that's accurate take on it? <laughs> yeah, that's actually fun <laughs> times I had by all in that. <laughs> yes. But no, I thought it looks great. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing a true final cut oh, of it you. at some point. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Otherwise known as keep working on it. What do you mean? Uh, <laughs> keep keep you finish the audio. That'll be it'll it'll make it yeah. it'll make a difference. It will because mm. it looks good. Oh, thanks. That's 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 Diego and. My mystery lighting person. Yeah, who did the lights on that? Must be a wonderful person. Yeah. Mm. 
I don't yeah, know. Yeah, who, who did the lights on that? I don't know. I didn't get to see the credits. My eyes were closed because I thought it was too scary. <laughs> <laughs> what was scary about it? <laughs> uh, definitely just the whole holiday vibe. Just started <laughs> freaking me out. <laughs> not into the holidays. No. We're learning things today. <laughs> Graham is not into holidays. <laughs> so what's what's the long-term hope for you? What do you want to, to do out of this? Um, well, I'll probably get into some production design first, just because that seems like the easiest avenue for job things. And mm-hmm. also, it's fun. So, I mean, why not? And then someday I'll write something or some sketches or something and someone I know will know what to do with that <laughs> because I don't. <laughs> do <laughs> or I'll figure it out, maybe. Who knows? Do you consider yourself primarily a writer? I would say over a performance, yes, for yeah. sure. <laughs> I'm just, but I'm working on both. I would mm-hmm. like to do both, but I'm not a person who was born as a performing person. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't like have a voice for comedy. <laughs> I need a, like a Mike Kolar voice or perhaps a Graham Anderson voice mm-hmm. to be. I think you have a good voice for comedy. <laughs> It's ridiculous enough that maybe. I, I th- <laughs> see. I'm, I'm hesitant to ever say somebody doesn't have a voice for comedy because some of the weirdest voices are some of the <laughs> the funniest ones. Uh, like uh, there was this one guy. Um, I think it was Jimmy Jimmy Dore or something like that that I saw a uh, a Comedy Central special. He was like a Canadian stand up, and he had this whole bit where uh, he he sounded nervous to say everything that he said, <laughs> <laughs> and he would always end up with that person's inflection. She would have Can't imagine what that would be like. Um, that must be. <laughs> and but it was it was always like it was somebody who was very like he would mess with people, and, but he was always nervous talking about it. <laughs> like <laughs> the, try try and find it like the half hour copies. But like ever since I've seen that, I'm like, oh, you can really make anything work if you just <laughs> find how to play with that voice in the right lean way. Lean into it. And yeah. yeah, lean into it. And and I I'm you know he has to be putting on some percentage of an act for that. But it it had to start from somewhere. <laughs> like either he saw somebody else that was acting like that, and he decided to lift it and try it for himself, <laughs> or you know that that was a voice that he actually had at one point in time, and he's just blown it up. <laughs> It's like Jim Gaffigan with the uh, with like the little like his what is it his it's like sister's his sister-in-law's voice or something like it that. Might be. He also does like a conscious thing, like an audience voice. Yeah, yeah it's like that, but that's yeah. it came from his like sister. he he talked about it, that it's like his sister his sister commenting on his stuff as yeah. he's going, which is just why it's just a higher pitch version of his own voice. <laughs> is, is he just jumps over and he's like commenting on it how she would say? Uh, no, it's uh, but. Somehow that worked its way into, into the bit. Caliente so. pocket. That's my, that's my favorite. <laughs> Caliente <one>. pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh but yeah, like you, I th- you can find some way of using that that voice. <laughs> we just need to get you into stand up. Oh my god, <laughs> it would just be the angriest stand up. It'd be like this really small person and being like, <sighs> and just like <laughs> immediately. <laughs> That, I, I can see that. That's working. my only angle I've ever thought about. I was like, if I do stand up, it's got to be like really. It's got to be like Lewis Black. Like I'm just upset about everything because that's the only <laughs> time I'm ever like fine with being like in front of people. Be great if you're if you just like. I, I love the idea of just walking up to the microphone. Uh, everybody, Murphy Dillo. <laughs> <sighs> All right, welcome. Like I'm just mad. <laughs> like, right, geniuses. Just sit there for a bit with that. But okay, so you want to you would like to get to performer writer territory with this. Um, yeah. What's what's the next step? Where you go from here? I mean, I'd like to continue doing things with Second City. I'm not ready to leave this mm-hmm. place yet, so I'm hoping I can 
either take more classes or like put a show up i don't know something that mm-hmm. would be cool and you did so the production design stuff that, j- that you did you worked on a bunch of films Me. for production design right like who all who else did you end up doing oh god <laughs> i know <laughs> i did uh jeff jeff's film uh jackie like it was the first one i did okay jackie Gately, and then uh so jackie Gately was uh, was the uh um the classroom the one green, yeah the green i think green cohort and then yeah. um I helped on Bridie Hicks okay. one. Which is one of the most gorgeous films I think to come out of this program. <laughs> it was like just so like so like string lit and like mm-hmm. soft and fancy. No. Um oh my god. I've done so I feel bad. They're gonna be like mad if they hear this and I don't like mention everything. I'll be like, Yes, no. <laughs> and that's <laughs> you're having <laughs> the same complication that Dale did. Dale, Dale came on <laughs> and I was like I was like, So what what film stand stand out? He's like if I don't say every single student, like they're gonna freak out. Like everybody else is gonna be like, Dale, you didn't mention me. No. Dale for sure was talking about me. I mean, I know. It's like, where else are you gonna go besides? Gordon? But he didn't say your name. Yeah, so. but I could tell. I could just tell. You know. Uh, but yeah. So you, uh, what else? You said I, Jeff's Jeff. Uh, yeah. Uh, his t- his term three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. It's mostly at people's terms three, and then well, then like Magenta's some of Magenta projects. I've did grams and then i i I did robbie's as well yeah so i helped as much as i could i guess so if if i wasn't production designer i tried to be like useful in some capacity Mm -hmm. and production design here is bigger than it is on (laughs) other sets because you end up it's like set design costumes yeah like it's it's almost art direction but we're not giving art director (laughs) credits because we're dumb like that <laughs> uh, comedy is very is very specific in a production design way because you have to like like especially on like like even s- especially sketch like there's things mm-hmm. you always need very, something very specific for it yeah or like it's like you have to make something extra goofy so like in a way you do get to exercise some sort of like f- like humorous creative right you know oh one of my favorite stories i think i think i mentioned it before was uh on super troopers <laughs> did i tell you about this one no <laughs> on super troopers um they have the scene where uh, where the couple shows up and they're both dressed as bikers, so they're <laughs> incognito, and they have that whole gag of like, "Oh, biker! I'm an idiot," because he's dressed <laughs> as like a, a cyclist and she's dressed as a as a biker chick, uh, and that was because the costume designer didn't know which one based <laughs> on the script they they wanted, so they brought both yes. as options. And when they got there, they're like, "That's hysterical! We're putting that in the movie." <laughs> so it was just like an art director's interpretation that turned into one of my favorite jokes in that entire movie because. <laughs> So throwaway of, oh, biker, I'm an idiot. That's the only <laughs> time they, they address it and they just move on with the plot. It's so <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> Directors love options. I'm just yeah. saying, they do. It yeah. works out. So how do you break down a, do you, do you usually break down a script or do you wait for somebody to, to deliver you like a list of, of what they're aimed at? I mean, it just depends when I come into the process. Like if it's really late, like I just let them tell me what, but like if I have time with the script, then I'll just, mm-hmm. like I go through it and I actually like, I have a really severe like like organizational thing in my brain so i actually love doing that like going through and like circling like this prop and when you need it here and making like lists do you do the full breakdown with like the multicolors on the on the sheet uh if i have the time and it makes me feel like it makes me feel like centered i'm like yes i will do that (laughs) but if i don't have the time then no i would just be like okay what do we need like i've watched those script breakdown videos on online and see the guys that have like the set of uh of (laughs) different color uh sharpie markers that they can go through one by one and and it's painful (laughs) (laughs) so watch them go through and break that stuff down you just keep having to pick up pens and you're just like oh my god 
That's the start of my act. It's just God, like you just frustration. <laughs> we're gonna ha- we're gonna hammer through your first five minutes during. Oh, this, good. Uh, okay, this that's great. I was actually that's actually why I'm here. What's so your first just, What's yeah. your first bit after <laughs> after the deep breath? <laughs> it's just me being. <laughs> I've already told Graham about this. It's just like the first like like five minutes is just me wearing a bag over my head. So, because I can't want people to look at me, and then like the rest of it is just me like trying to talk, but then no one can hear me, so they're just screaming like louder at me, and like it's like one guy in the front row, the only person there, and he still can't hear me. That's pretty much <laughs> what I picture. So, <laughs> so you're basically doing your own uh, uh, Andy um, circus. No, <laughs> not Andy Circus. Kaufman. Andy Warhol. <laughs> no, Andy Kaufman. <laughs> Kaufman. Thank you. <laughs> I blanked on that. I think that's the name I've blanked on the most in this podcast. Yeah, I was going to guess sure. Jim because I've done it, it at least a half dozen yeah. times. Like Andy Kaufman's come up, and I always blank on his name. And I, this is how terrible I am with names. Yeah. That that would be my my opening bit. <laughs> how terrible I am with names. <laughs> so I forgot a girl's name while I was dating her. <laughs> Oh what? what? <laughs> so just remember that, ladies. That's yeah, Tony crazy. out here. <laughs> it, it has happened. Uh, no, I forget like family members' names, and like uh, my brain is just not functional for names <laughs> for whatever reason. And it's not functional for for names of people that I know. <laughs> but like, if like yeah. my friend knows them, if it's like a famous person or somebody that I've just heard about, I'm usually fine with that. Like Andy Kaufman being a, the exception, one of the exceptions. <laughs> but like generally, like. For whatever reason, I can remember like famous people, but I can't remember like my friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's very interesting. <laughs> Should That's we explore that or <laughs> what's that say about Tony? Nothing important. Let, let's Clearly. dig deeper, Tony. I feel like there's some things we haven't addressed. You know, let's okay. When you, when I'm talking about you. I, I know, think I'm, we should I'm, go into it. But I'm talking about you because you're <laughs> the guest on this episode. <laughs> oh, see, I was hoping you weren't going to remember that. Okay. Oh, <laughs> see, I, re- I remembered. Here. Just because mm. I just because I talked to Graham for a second doesn't mean that I that I. I really wish you would talk to Graham. Graham has a lot of interesting things to say. Uh, not at this moment. Oh my god, I hate <laughs> you so much. <laughs> you're on your own. <laughs> I can't. Oh. oh my god, so much for friendship. That's fine. Jeez. So what? Uh, like, are you? What are you working on right now? What are your projects that you're? <laughs> anything that you're still producing? Because w- what did you do for your final? For your final written? Oh, I did a I did a pilot, but I I think I mostly finished it. But like, I mean, I'd like if I write anything else, I want to write like I have just a bunch of like small like sketch ideas, and then maybe like another pilot. But what was the I mean, pilot premise? Which one? The the one that you finished. Oh, the that was the uh, <laughs> the sad family story, <laughs> which is also happens to be the Murphy Dillo story somehow. That's all I write. Um, and um, it's like a guy uh, finds out when like after his dad, his I guess we're calling him dad, uh, passes away that his real father was actually like another person, and mm-hmm. he owns a funeral home, and so he goes to the funeral home to like find him and like try to like win his acceptance and all this stuff. And it's just a lot of dead people and uh, a lot of family drama. So it's a good time. It's a good time. Not anything like the show Six Feet Under. No one's ever seen that. I don't know who keeps bringing it up. Uh, but <laughs> it's just because it's it's the only show that somebody. I'll, I'll, I'll give you another one, Bob's Burgers because we've got more <laughs> yeah. next door. Like you, there's more. It's actually <laughs> my favorite. I love yeah. Them. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's not. Is that how is that the Murphy Dillo story? Is it just? <laughs> I just seem to write the same thing every thing like everything i wrote this year was like a sad family or not sad but just like some sort of ridiculous family thing and there was always like a nervous character and i was like i need to branch out (laughs) 
<laughs> you say that, but like uh, Steven Spielberg made a career out of making movies about daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you found your voice. No, oh, yeah. good. <laughs> Thank it's God. Very specific. <laughs> what was the other pilot you were talking about? Oh, that one. I have no idea what that's even about yet. But I was just like, I just wanted to write something about really sad, like beach hotels off season because I like I spent a lot of some time in like two months in like Myrtle Beach in like September through November and it was like the saddest and yet most hilarious thing Why I've ever were seen. You there? I was there that was actually when I was working on uh, movies. I had like worked on three movies like back to back and then they were all shooting in like South Carolina. Yeah. Like and so we stayed in like North Myrtle Beach, which is hysterical because it's not even Myrtle Beach. It's just North, North Myrtle, Myrtle Beach. Beach. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a fake one. It's, yeah. they, they do that around that part of the country because I when I went to work uh work for a company uh, called Black Pod that was in mm. Charleston and they have North Charleston. Oh, of course North, they do. North um, Charleston is not Charleston. If you ask anybody in Charleston, they're like, yeah, they're just liars. Yeah. <laughs> that entire city is full of liars. <laughs> I was like, North Myrtle Beach, the only thing it says on the sign is home of Vanna White. So I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I'm pretty sure that, that town is crushing it. Yeah. Whoever's listening. I hope people, I hope, I'm going to send this to people I know in Myrtle Beach. And in Myrtle Beach. Make sure. Not not North Myrtle Beach. No. You, you don't know people in North <laughs> like Myrtle Like I would Beach. ever keep in contact with people from North Myrtle Beach. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> we just killed 75% of our audience right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, we were no. huge in North Myrtle Beach until this episode. <laughs> and now we'll get like the three people in Hollywood well, to download this. Enjoy your it. last episode, Tony. <laughs> this is the one. This is the one right now. <laughs> Murphy, shut up. Blistering opinions of North Myrtle Beach. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's going to bring everything down. It's a weird part of the country. I've (laughs) been out. I've been to Myrtle Beach a couple times. Uh, My buddy got married just north of there. uh, (laughs) North of North. That's north of North is. It's uh, it's actually in North Carolina. It's over the just over the border. It's uh, Beaufort. Beaufort? Oh, something like good times. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, so, but it's it's. An interesting area because it's very much a tourist trap from oh, the 80s. It's a mess. And yeah. it, so it's kind of <laughs> stuck in the 80s. Like, my, it was like that, a Twilight Zone right episode. Yeah, it was just like, God, it was like everything was like, had like a beach name for no reason. Yes. And like, it was like even pancake just houses. In case you and forgot. you were like, <laughs> yeah. Just in case you forgot, you were at the beach. Yeah. And it was <laughs> like, if you're here, like any other time of the year, this is just really sad. Like, and how, I find that hysterical. How confusing is it for locals? Like, you want to go to that beach place? Which one? <laughs> Let's go to that good seafood place we know. <sighs> like, which, like, we don't know. <laughs> that was everything. It's just, like, a bunch of brightly colored houses and, like, run-down places. And yeah. It's just great. And places that, that are, have been destroyed by a hurricane at some point in time and mm. sort of rebuilt, but not entirely. Yeah, they weren't <laughs> trying really hard. Like, yeah, it was, like, a little bit, you know. That's pretty much most of South Carolina. Oh, sorry again <laughs> to your audience in south carolina my my massive listening yeah audience i know in south i will get i will get maybe one twitter message yeah. well i'm from north carolina so i'm supposed to be a like a complete butt to your entire state because <laughs> <laughs> so. so. we're we're the we're the north carolina to carolina like yeah, that's that's yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> i still love it uh, and I, I i'll pick on robbie about this but virginia and west virginia <laughs> yeah, whatever that's about uh. <laughs> slightly west <laughs> it's not a, it was all a part of the same virginia and the west virginia is like no we're our own thing <laughs> <laughs> we can do it by ourselves what do you want to name it the same thing <laughs> you can't do that slightly different thing <laughs> so much more west than you oh god yeah it's <laughs> but like they're not that's they're exactly not even the point. 
<laughs> it's not even that far. <laughs> um, but yeah, so <laughs> tangents are fun. Aren't so, they? God. Yeah. So you worked in in, uh, in productions. What were the movies that you were working on? Do you, any, I'm not going to bring up any names because then if anyone sees them, I just I'll have to leave. Isn't Chicago. there one on Netflix? There is not. How dare you? <laughs> is there? There is not. The point is, they're all very. They were all by the same like company, and they like they like. Sold some of them to like Lifetime and like Hallmark Channel, so it's that sort of situation. Awesome. And so it's like you make like like it's like you meet a lot of cool people, but also a lot of crazy people. Did you work so. at all in Kim Pinto's uh, final film? I did not, but I saw it and I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. Is it is it is that like how it how it feels for those sets? I'm I'm uh, the idea of Hallmark, Hallmark movies is is fascinating to me because my family that's that's like the one thing that we can watch during the holidays that like doesn't bring up some politi- politics <laughs> oh, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Like it's it's very benign. Everybody can watch it you know uh <laughs> but i'm the the production process on those fascinates me because it's got to be somewhere between like tv and a movie oh my god it's like really fast and then like it's like if you spend like th- like like we spent two months together because we were making three movies but like it's literally like like you work like 72 hour weeks and you have like, like you work six days and you have a break and then you go back and it's like a two weeks maybe for like per movie and it's like ridiculous two weeks for for like a what like a 60 60 minute or yeah it's like it's like like maybe like an hour and a half at most like it's like not that much so you're talking we'll say a 90 page script and you're doing it in 10 days so that's uh, effectively like 10 pages a day like nine ten pages a day yeah it's pretty it's pretty fast like you like you don't realize how like tired you are and then you get to like day six and you're like what's where am i like what's going on (laughs) like you don't even but Did yeah. it run like multicam or anything like that, or is it still single I mean, cam? I think maybe sometimes, but like on most of the ones I was on, like they had like they had like a single cam. And they had like very little like special equipment stuff. Like they had like one one guy had like a big like jib arm thing that yeah. he like made because his company like makes that. But that was like and that took like all day to set up. <laughs> and it was like we had like a rain thing at one point, and that was like the most stressful days on set that I've ever had. Otherwise, it's just like very simple. Like, okay, we're gonna maybe we're we're gonna dolly in this one time, but like no more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just. I watched a, a video the other day. It was an uh, an ad of some sort for like Kessler Crane or you know <laughs> one of the crane companies, and they they shot it so that all you see is you see the person dropping all the pieces into place for for <laughs> building this crane. Like you don't see him go and get it out of the box and like unpack everything and then bring it <laughs> over and attach it and screw all the things in. Like you just see it like slot in slot in slot like they cut it together that way and it's still like 25 pieces to put this thing <laughs> yeah. together and it's like a five minute video and i'm like so you cr- you can press that down that was probably like a two hour process <laughs> to just assemble that damn thing <laughs> and there's like weights that they're they're showing like mm-hmm. just sli- slipping them in to <laughs> counterbalance the camera and then mounting up the camera oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that easy i would shoot just, myself he stops in the middle just to have a snack he's like i'm just God, I'm <laughs> so have you seen these, these the final product of these films that you worked I on watched t- i think maybe like two of them i like i think i you can see me in one of them so i didn't want to watch it but i was like okay so i was like <laughs> i extra want to see that one no you yeah. really don't i do it's like it's like one of those things where like it's a good movies to work on but it's also like sometimes like things plot things are like the issue you have with them but like it is fun to like work on them and like get the experience and like what you mean a hallmark movie has a plot hole i know yeah, why. not in my experience yeah i'm sorry <laughs> i didn't 
I feel like I'm, I know it's an unpopular opinion, but like I'm just saying, like to me, it felt that way. <laughs> so you know. <laughs> so how many of those did you end up? You said there were three, yeah, at, like three, three at a yeah. time. Oh, yeah. so just three. So you've seen yeah. two out of three movies that you worked on. Yeah, I've seen bits of the other one, but yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enough to know that you might be in it. and You don't want to see it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, like, how did you get into that? Was it stuff just from the school that it was regional, or did you I mean, actually get hired by the production company? I'm trying to think. I somehow. A friend of mine from Western, like, knew somebody who was, like, working on them and, like, or, like, was working with them. And so, like, he, because he, he, he worked here for an equipment rental place. So they were, like, talking to them about that. And then he was, like, they were looking for someone in art department. And he was, like, well, I do know somebody. Gotcha. And then he was, like, okay. And then they got in touch with me. And then they just kind of talked to me. And then they were, like, do you want to be on this thing? And I was, like yeah sure like i'm <laughs> that'd be cool like it's this is an actual movie I'm yeah out of school i would love to do that yeah so. <laughs> is this why you're in atlanta is that from the oh, no, that was, or is that oh, home that was no atlanta was i just moved uh i went back to north carolina after i was in south carolina for a little while and mm-hmm. then i was like okay i don't want to live at home with my parents anymore so i was like okay here's what i'm gonna do I was like, we're gonna go Atlanta because everyone said we're like everything was moving to Atlanta, which it kind of was. Yeah, that makes sense. But there's like, production stuff there, but it's 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 just I, hard to break into is the problem. It's like yeah. huge, like little ma- more massive features than you're like just gonna get an entry situation yeah. on. Because so. it's the, I mean, I think Walking Dead produces yeah. down there. That's but that's like one of the bigger shows that does it. Most of most everything else is movies. Yeah, I think one person I worked on those movies with actually works on Ozark in Atlanta right now, and that's like the like and like. They shoot Ozark in Atlanta, not like in parts the of Ozark. it. Yeah, 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 right. Which <laughs> makes so much sense, but no. But otherwise, I think everyone else just like lives in LA. Like I think it's yeah. just like because that was where everyone came from. It was like I was the only like one of the few people that was like anywhere else. So well, I keep getting told if you're if you want to actually do like day to day production stuff, you pretty much got to be in LA because yeah. there's and uh, it's as LA or New York and even New York is not the same kind of work. Like there's some stuff. Yeah. There was girls, although that's <laughs> over now. There, there is still Broad City. There's, uh, I think Kimmy Schmidt may produce up there too, but it's it's there's not much. Yeah, I don't know. it's like everyone I've ever met is like, so you think about going to LA? And I'm like, geez, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> Do you have to? Yeah, have you tried getting anything around here, or are you? Is that what you're looking into now? I haven't or? looked into like actually Chicago. Like, I was told like to move here like years before i even thought about it for like like from like my comedy writing teacher she was Mm -hmm. like it's like somewhere between new york and like atlanta as far as like being like a huge city that's gonna punch you in the face (laughs) and i was like (laughs) cool she's like so maybe try chicago first and i was like i don't know i just don't really haven't thought about chicago it's your starter punch yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's it's like atlanta already sort of like like slapped me it was light slapping yeah and then chicago so uh, Chicago, you move on to the drubbing, and yeah, then, yeah. And then after the drubbing, then you can go for the straight up punch. Yeah, you, you go to the punch in New York. New York is just a curb stump; like they just like, want you, you dead. You yeah. that, or you take some time off. You go to Austin, and you get the nice caress. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. Aw, the shoulder pat. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> you tried really hard. Didn't you? So, um, well, in kind of wrapping up for this one what mm. uh if people want to try and track you down and see what you're doing uh on other projects down the road would be what classes you're taking that they can mm. come see uh see shows for uh where can they find you on social media <laughs> i am mostly on 
Instagram, but I also, I mean, I don't know. You can do Facebook messages fine. I just don't get on Facebook and like look at the news feed a lot, but <laughs> I don't what's, know. What's your uh, thing on Instagram? <laughs> My Instagram is Smurfy Brown. Smurfy Brown. Oh, yeah. wait. All right. Not ending yet. Because I want to know. Murphy Brown. Mm. Like you're, you are a huge Murphy Brown fan, correct? <laughs> what are you talking about? I've never seen it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what are you thinking of of the new Murphy Brown? Have you? Been well, I'm pretty it? sure they're already canceled, which is, makes a lot of sense. But uh. no, I think <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of mixed emotions because there's yeah. a lot of good things that happen, and like like I watched an episode yesterday, and like I teared up a little bit. Like it had like some sort of emotional impact, but it's like not written in the same way, and some of like the delivery is slower, and it's just there's like things are just like a little bit off that like. Like, because they do it all towards the Trump administration, which mm-hmm. they literally mention him by name and they mention people by name. And I feel like it could have maybe benefited from like a little bit of playing separation. that as playing that a little more subtle, I guess. Like, yeah. But because it's like kind of a low hanging fruit thing as far as comedy goes to like go after Trump and all that yeah. stuff. So I I don't know. But like I do. There are parts of it that are like you can see where, where the joke was going and you're like, that's funny. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. Like it's it's not bad, but I'm also it's not the same as it it previously was well they also are missing two of the primary actors oh yeah like a lot of people died from that show i think so yeah yes from that show they watched it and they were like oh gosh the painter uh in her house uh, um he he passed away and uh he didn't pass away but the other uh reporter guy yeah he's 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 on there in like a couple episodes but you can tell like he's like he's just like i'm tired please don't make me do this sort of (laughs) like he's like he's like very he's like very much an older actor and he's like i don't yeah, I don't want to have to be here. Yeah, but he is like part of the crew, like the crew. So he's like, you know, I'm like, I'm. All right, he pops I'll in hang from time out. to yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> but not not as like he was always a fun voice to have in it. Like this, yeah, you know, old old school TV news yeah. anchor <laughs> in it. But well, cool. Well, um, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate uh, both. Well, the, I appreciate Graham. Graham. Yeah, I was going to say we didn't even talk to Graham, and that's what I was looking forward to this whole time. I was like, why am I talking? Well, it's because Graham was on the show before. You know, we've talked about this, but I still feel like we should have talked to Graham. And it's just I got nothing left. Oh my god, <laughs> Graham! If people want to find you on social media, where, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram at Graham Bam Jam Band. <laughs> You have to think about it every time. Yes, I know. <laughs> it's, it's a mouthful. Well, thank you all for, for doing this. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, no problem. Thank you, Thank Tony. you. <laughs> That was Murphy Dillo. Thank you to Murphy and to Swoosh and the Harold Ramis Film School and the Second City staff for their help. One quick correction. The comic I named on the show as Jimmy Dore is actually Jeremy Hotz. And there's a link in the credits for this episode if you want to hear some of his stand-up. The song on this week's episode was Easier Said Than Done by The Silent Critics. Find their music on iTunes now. This show is recorded and edited by me, Tony Lazzaroni. If you want to hear more from me and my classmates, teachers, and a few special guests, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. If you have questions or comments, send us an email at filmstudentpod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at filmstudentpod. And be sure to check out some of my and my classmates' work at filmstudentpod.com where you can also find links to all of our past episodes. See you all next week. Class dismissed. <laughs>